we exalt you, Lord God. We thank you. And we praise you this morning, Lord. You are our God and we're your people, Lord. And you have not forsaken us and you have not left us, Lord God. In fact, you hold us in your very arms, Lord. And we exalt you this morning, God. I pray that you would, Father, fill me with your peace. Anoint me with the oil of joy. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would take over. You know, my emotions are all over the place, God. But you are still God. And all I can do is preach your word, Lord. And minister truth. And I thank you for your goodness. You're still good. No matter what. So we choose to serve you and we choose to trust you, God. And we do thank you for our brother, my friend. And we cover his family now. I thank you for his faithfulness to you. And that he is with you. Everything that he worked for. As far as his salvation is concerned. I know he's with you. But we cover his family right now. And we pray for him. Because we know that he was the patriarch of that family, Lord. So we cover him right now. Plead your blood over them, over their home. We ask you to comfort them and be with them. And let us do our part as your church and as your house, God. In Jesus' name, let your anointing come forth, Lord, through me. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Lord, there was a, uh, Lord, a word that the Lord gave me, probably a message several years ago. And he told me to preach it this morning. I was all over the place. And uh, he told me to preach this word. So I'm going to. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my friend through it. But as we know, our friend went home to, and our brother in Christ went home to be with the Lord. And that's Ray Ortiz. You know, it was yesterday as I, uh, you know, drove up to the hospital. We were with a family in the morning, and there was emergency prayer, and and there was a text that was sent out, and and uh, and we drove up in the parking lot. There's people there praying down the fire, and that's you. The army of the Lord. And, um, you know, taking a stand for our brother. And what an honor and blessing it is to be a part of this house. Uh, <clears throat> so I want to thank you for praying, fasting, everything that, uh, you know, everything, every, the investment that people have made 
as far as prayer is concerned because it's never in vain. And, and, we're, and it's, it's never a hopeless situation. And I want to tell you, even as questions come forth, the, the whys and, you know, what happened or, or whatever, we did our part. Uh, we continue to do our part. And I want, I want to reassure you this morning that God did his part. And, and there's no doubt in my mind that he did his part. And we did what we're called to do, uh, and that's pray. And, and though, you know, I wish and we would have desired that, the, you know, the outcome would have been different, God still did his part. You know, in, in the book of Job, it says, you know, how, how a man's day, days are, are numbered. You know, and I was, I was thinking about that this morning. Man's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. You know, and, and there has been, you know, of course, in the Bible many times where there was healing and, and there was times... Uh, you know, where, where years were added to the number of people's lives. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know why, but I do know that God always does his part and he never lets us down. And, and our prayer and our getting together and our fasting was not in vain. So I ask you to continue to, to pray for the family. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about my brother, then we're going to get into the word. But he was a, a servant, you know, he was always busy. Uh, an example, he was always, you know, before he'd show up to church, he would have, you know, uh, vacuumed the house and, and washed his car or whatever. And, and, and then, you know, he would tell me that, you know, because we, he was, he was, you know, yes, he was, came to this house, but he was, uh, he was my friend. And, uh, and we spent time together. Uh, you know, today, if you'd have been here, we, we would have probably, he would have probably said, let's go and eat with us. Uh, you know, so, so it's, you know, it was a, a, a relationship, but he always did want to help others, and, um, you know, he wanted to, to please others. He served for 40 plus years, he served the Lord, and, and uh, you know, he, he knew that the, the, the difficulties of, of the pastoral, so he many times reached out to pastors, uh, and, and us being uh, some of them, but he would always, uh, he was always there to, to just kind of try and bring ease to the, to, to the difficulties of the calling. And we ask you, yes, to pray for his mom and dad. We, we visited with them last night, and you know, he always took care of them. They're in their 80s, and I know that they're going through a difficult time. is hard for me. But God only knows. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I, I told Jason, I, you know, as, as we've, as we, you know, we've taken a hit here in the past month and a half or month and a week, five weeks, whatever. You know, and we were standing with Jason. We were standing for the family. We were, we were crying, and you know, after 
you know, we, we, we were praying at first, uh, of course, uh, that nothing would, would, would affect or whatever. And, and uh, we don't, still don't know what, the whys or what. But as, as he lost his, the baby, I told him I was just grieving and, and praying and, and uh, you know, for him and his wife as they lost this baby. And, and, and the Lord gave me a vision of, 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 of them um, walking the streets of gold as a family, and, and it was interesting because nobody was carrying the baby. <laughs> it was very interesting to me. The baby was radiating. So I know that a, that a life, you know, that has been dedicated and committed to the Lord, that, that it's never in vain. And there's always hope in in. In, in what we do, and, and though, uh, you know, we are hard-pressed from every side, we are, it's, it's difficult, we're, you know, we're in a battle. I, uh, I know that, that God will see us through it. And as before I start this message, I, I want to say, you know, I want to thank Pastor Raul for, you know, you know, Talking about everything that this that this couple had invested into the ministries here in this community, and 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 that is the legacy. I remember, you know, as we were preparing for, we were raising money at the Rock, and they were and they were the ones who put it together, and they'd raise thousands and thousands thousands of dollars for the construction of of, of the church and 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 the needs of of you know the the the, the drug. A facility, the, the men's home, and and so so they were, you know, it was it was all done with with a right heart, you know, and and as as they did that, and and there were Valentine's banquets, Christmas banquets, it would bring all the churches together. They 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 had a vision for unity, and as as we were uh, even getting together for prayer, and, and it will still happen again. You pray for that, um, you know. I, I I said this is part of the part. Of, of the overflow of, of, the, of this vision that they had to bring the churches together. And, and I remember that, that through their vision for the churches, they took a big hit. The enemy came in like a flood. And, and I knew, and we knew it was the devil. And that's where we stepped in probably, what, eight years ago, nine years ago, eight years ago. He always had a good memory. But anyways, we came in to, you know, we, the, the Lord just put impressed in our hearts to call him. And I did. I said, I don't want to be entremetido about anything that's going on. And, and, you know, but I just want you to know that we're praying for you and we're covering you in prayer. And, and uh, you know, can we go over and pray with you? And he said, yes. And from then on, we probably spent a solid year almost every night at their house big, uh, through, you know, carrying them through, you know, through, you know, like, like Jason said, when we were praying yesterday, we were holding up their arms as they went through the battle. And, and, uh, and since in through that time, we built a relationship and a friendship. But so I want to talk a little bit about legacy. I think that that's very important to talk about right now, because I, I see the church at a place where God is calling people to a higher place. He, he's saying, come up higher. There's a, there, there's a, there's a passage in, in, in Revelation that says, come up higher. And I'll tell you that right now it's time for us to come up higher. 
Because we're, we're, we're uh, you know, we're focused on everything here, down here, but we need to come up higher. We need to gain perspective, and we need to carry on the legacy of those that have walked with the Lord for, for years and years and years. And, and there are some in this house that have, that have, that have carried the mantle, that have proclaimed the truth. And, and, and I'll tell you that God is, is pouring out fresh vision. He, he's giving fresh insight. There's a calling right now that's taking place, and the reality is, will we answer the call? And will we take it someplace where it's never been before? What is your vision? What is your purpose in the church? I know that after that big hit, you know, they pulled back a little bit, and they were starting to, you know, move forward. You know, when the enemy comes in, you want to pull back a little bit because it's a difficulty. It's very hard and very hard to move forward, and, and, uh, but, but they, they had moved forward, and they were moving forward, and they still are. I mean, you know, we got to cover her in prayer, cover the family in prayer, but I, 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 I didn't, you know, understand a lot. <coughs> and I still don't. But I do know this. God gave me this word and, and he told me there are certain things that are yet to be accomplished. Um, because we're believing. I mean, we, we can't pray a prayer without believing that God is going to move on our behalf. You know, Hezekiah, I was reminded about, about Hezekiah um, when Hezekiah prayed, God had already pronounced, your days are over. And Hezekiah uh, cried out to the Lord. And the Lord said, okay, I'll add 15 years to your life. So we don't, I don't know. I don't know why God operates like that. I don't know why he does those things. I, you know, I mean, God is, he's all-knowing. He's all he sits out, out of time. You know, he, he's omnipotent. <laughs> omnipotent, omnipotent, and he's a. Um, I mean, he he sits out of time. He's all knowing. He knew this was going to happen. But but what I understand is this: there's still work to be done in the kingdom, and that's where we come in. So. <clears throat> I was reminded as we were praying because we were talking about it, you know, we were kind of even just wondering. We were kind of, in a way, questioning and, and you, know, we're, we, you know, what happened? What, you know, could, you know what, what did you, you think? Well, what did you do? What, what did we do wrong? What did we do? You know, but, but there's nothing, there's no such thing as that because we did everything right. We did our part. And, and, um, and I was remembering about David. When a son had been born to David, and, and, he, and he, he fasted and, and prayed for seven days, and he cried out to the Lord, and, and because this, you know, it had been pronounced, or, or this baby's days were numbered, and, the, and, and he was told by the prophet, the baby will die. But he, he fasted, he prayed, and, uh, and for seven days he didn't eat anything, he just lied there, and, and the baby died. 
And the Bible says that David got up and went into the, the house of the Lord and worshiped. And he didn't stop his prayer because he kept, you know, he didn't, he, he prayed and that's what we did. And that's what we're going to continue to do because I know that it, this is even bringing a whole new uh, unity into the house of God, I believe, into this house anyways. So I, I understand the difficulties, you know, through crying out to the Lord and maybe the results aren't what we th think they should be, but God only knows. So here goes a message. Let's go to uh, Joshua 1. And, and this is, a, this is the, the, the legacy or the inheritance that, that, that every man or, or woman of God that has served the Lord, uh, this is what our desire is, that somebody else, you know, would, would, that's why this ministry is open, that somebody would, 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 would run with the vision and fulfill, you know, certain parts of what needs to take place as far as the vision is concerned. And, and I know that, 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 you know, those that are true to the Lord, when, when they go home to be with the Lord, I know that when they leave this earth, you know, in their minds and, and you know, they're, they're thinking, you know, I didn't finish everything that there was to finish. But I'll tell you the truth, God will raise people up to finish what needs to be finished. So, so I would ask you, what is your responsibility? There, I mean, the, the coming together of churches, and, and I'll tell you, you would think that it would just flow when you're bringing the, the family of God together, but, but many times it's such a struggle because of the fact that there has been hurts and there has been things that have gone on, but you're standing and you're saying, I got a vision, and that's a vision that my brother and sister you know, brought to the community, and, and in that difficulty, as people came together, you could feel the enemy just wanting to tear the whole thing apart, and the enemy wants to come in and, and still kill and, and destroy, we, we understand that, but, but, but God is a, a God who gives life, life in abundance and life to the overflow, so let's take a look at this, and I'm going to try and make some sense of what I'm saying, I might be scattered, but I believe that the seed will land where it needs to. Uh, the word of the Lord says this, Joshua 1, 1. It says, after the death of Moses, a servant of the Lord, um, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, uh, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river to uh, the great river, the, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you and all the days, uh, all the days of your life as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to their inherit to you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them be strong and very courageous be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you do not turn from it 
uh, to the right or to the left, that you may be successful in, in wherever you go. So right now, the, the picture is this, that, that, there, that though there has been, Moses went to be with the Lord. The man of God went to be with the Lord, and, and, and there were still things that, that were undone, things that needed to take place. I mean, he brought them right to the place of, of them, you know, going into the promise, taking the promised land. And, and, and all of a sudden, there's uh, Joshua, and Joshua had been his aide for many, many years, and Joshua had, had stood with him and had believed in the vision. And I mean, even when and nobody else did. He believed that there was a vision and a purpose and that God was doing something through it. So Joshua served the Lord's servant. He served Moses. So th this, is, this is where we come into alignment. Where are we at as far as, as, as what God has called alignment to be in his house and vision? What is your vision? What is your desire? Where are you headed as a believer? What new ground are you going to take for the Lord uh, uh, you know, what has God deposited in you? Because somebody has prayed us into this place where we're at right now, into the season that we're at. He's risen us up for such a time as this. I've told you before that, that <clears throat> this house, this place right here has been set apart for the Lord's use. His people have been set apart for the Lord's use. We you know, a while back, right before this happened, maybe a year ago, we had a, a you know, uh, we had some, uh, Kim, uh, <clears throat> Kim, Kim Walker was going to come in, uh, you know, and, and do a concert for free. And, and we know that the enemy came in and, 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 and has wanted to destroy and has wanted to cause setback. But, but I also know that it's not over. What is our vision? What is our purpose? Where are we headed? You know, as, as I would talk to, to different people in the community, and, and I remember the pastor, uh, yeah, I forget his name right now, but he used to, and he was on Que Dice, um, Pastor Ray. Yeah, and, he, and, and he, he told me, we used to have Bible studies in the room back there in that building that you're at. We used to pray over this building that it would be a church. I would talk to different people in the community. So we're here right now and you're here right now because somebody prayed you into this place. Somebody stood and, and somebody battled and, and, and maybe they've gone on to be with the Lord. And maybe they've, uh, you know, they, they fought the good fight of faith. But they, they fought in order for us to stand up and fight. You see, they had vision, and, and, and many times it seems like, 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 like we don't have a lot of vision anymore. Like, like we're not moving forward with, with, what the, with what's taking place in the kingdom, and, and I can't say that it's us. We're, we're, we've, we've taken some hits, and we continue to take some hits, and, but it's not over for us yet. There is a hope and there is a future and God has aligned it. So as people have prayed us into this place that we're at, you know, they have basically set us in position through prayer. I know that it's been the Lord, but God has answered prayers and here we are. And this is a new season. And we can't lose sight of the new season that we're in. And, and Joshua was at a place, I mean, 
you know, because the reality is this, you get to a place and, and, and we have expectations of, of others to, to push forward, but, you know, maybe a leadership, maybe whatever, but maybe it's your call to push something forward. Maybe, maybe it's your call to pick up the burden and say, you know what, uh, we're not going to lo lose one more youth. I can't stand to see another youth get strung out. I can't stand to see another youth die from an overdose. I can't stand to see another youth end up on the streets. I can't stand it and somebody's got to do something. Why doesn't somebody do something? And maybe you're the one to do something. Maybe God has anointed you to be the one to rise up. Maybe it's marriages. I can't stand to see another, uh, another broken marriage, another broken family. Uh, you know, we know that there's a God that heals and renews and restores. Maybe it's you that needs to lead that. Maybe, maybe it's somebody that needs to initiate the churches getting together. Maybe it's you, maybe, whatever the vision may be. It's not over. Yes, we've, ta we've taken some hits and, and it's been difficult and, and it continues to be difficult. But nobody said it was going to be easy. And, and here's Joshua at a place. I mean, Moses was like his, he was like his spiritual father. And all of a sudden Moses is gone and he's wondering, who's going to rise up? Who's going to do it? I, I feel insignificant. I can't do it. Those shoes are too big to fill. So, you know, as, 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 as Joshua was wondering, I mean, the Lord intervened and he, and he told him, look, I mean, you're the one. Yeah, I was, I was thinking because all I can do is think about, about my brother. And I remember a few years back, I, I had gone, I had bought my, these shoes right here. I'll show them to you. And, and, and my brother Ray tells me, um, I'm a shoe guy. I don't know if there's any shoe guy. I don't even know if there's such a thing as that, but maybe probably jumped off my wife to me anyways. But uh, oh, a bunch of probably 50 pairs. I, I hate to even say that because that's, you know, it makes me feel like, uh, I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I told, I told my wife, I mean, I told Ray, Ray said, where did you get those? And I told him I got them at Skechers, whatever. And then uh, probably about a week later, I run into him wearing my, my new shoes, and, and he's wearing the same shoes, you know? I mean, I'm like, bro, <laughs> oh, you went and got some shoes? I told him, yeah, I got two pairs. That way I really liked them a lot. That way they last for a while, you know? I don't know about you, but sometimes you, buy, you see a shirt, you buy two of them, you know, maybe a different color, whatever. They like the way it fits, whatever. So there we are, there we are walking around, you know, for a few months. Uh, with the same shoes, you know what I mean? And, and, I mean, what do you do? You know, it's all right. We're <laughs> so, you know, sometimes the shoes look like they're too big to fill. So, sometimes it looks like, how, how can I take it to that level? You know, uh, you know, Moses has gone on to be with the Lord. And God is saying, now somebody needs to rise up. And, and God says, I, I will give you, I have given you. God, God is faithful in his promise. His, his promise is not over. I, I, I'm just, you know, more determined than ever. And this, 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 makes, this gives me a whole new determination. And, 
And, and, and sometimes even through, through stuff like this, it brings forth new life into what God is doing. Because the, the reality is this, is this demon came in and, and, and shook the house. And, and I'm ticked off right now. Because the enemy tries to come in and infiltrate. And he tries to come in and divide. And he tries to come. And it's never, it hasn't changed. From the day we started working on this house till now, it still hasn't changed. And he's still the enemy. And he's still coming in. And he's still lying. And he's still saying you can't do it. And he's still saying no. I mean, it's. So, so God's promises stand you know, uh, Moses' work, you know, ended right at the Jordan. They got to that place, and, and that's where his work ended. But, but, but God raised up somebody and said, now is the beginning of something else. And, and through the hardships and through the difficulties, we need to look at it as a beginning, a start. Because somebody needs to fill those shoes. Somebody needs to carry on the legacy. Somebody needs to stand. And we need to stand alongside each other and hold each other's arms up. Because it gets tiring. Some of you have gone through a lot of stuff. And some of you have, have taken a hit and you're still here. You got the backbone to stand. And you do it because you love the Lord. And the enemy comes in and it would be easy to give up it. I didn't even feel like coming this morning. Because it always comes in, what could I have done different? What could we have done different? How could we have changed this? Well, I mean, but the reality is this, God only knows. How, how, how does... Uh, you know, how was there one of us that this ugly demon came in and, and affected like this when, when, you know, many of us, you know, have made it through, obviously. How did, how did he fit into that category? The Lord told me to, to shut up. Don't try and figure it out. He's not a statistic. He fought the good fight of faith and he made it. That's all you got to know. So look, he said, I will give you. Huh? I have given you. It's yours. I have set you apart. You belong to the Lord. Look, let's go to verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan a uh, river into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. <clears throat> so he's at a place. Here's, uh, God gave Joshua this. Look, he said, you know what, I'm going to give you a vision. I I I'm going to speak into your life and I'm going to give you everything that it takes in order for you to see this thing through. He gave him a vision. He said, look, here's, this is where you're headed. You're going to the other side of this. And you're going to take others with you. I mean, we've entered into a time where we see, and, and I mean, I sense it, that the time is short. 
My brother was convinced. Ray was convinced. He said, we're going to see the rapture. I'm going to see it. And, and, and I'm convinced that, that there are those in here that will see it. I, I, I can't say that. I, I know that tomorrow's not promised to any of us. But, but I, can, I can say it. We're, we're very, very close. And God is saying, get ready because you're going to cross over. I'm taking you somewhere. But bring people along with you. That Sunday when, when it seemed, you know, I mentioned it last week. I mean, we were gathered here's presence. The Spirit of the Lord was heavy during, during worship. God was here. Everybody came to the altar call. I mean, it was just a, a move, and then and, and the enemy comes in. <laughs> there was just a move that took place. People were coming back to church. I mean, you know, there were some that I hadn't seen for a little while that made it back in. You know, and, and I thought, man, you know, Lord, what, you know. There's something taking place. You're doing something, Lord. And then all of a sudden, boom, here comes the hit. Here comes, the, here comes that demon. But I remember after church, you know, because it takes somebody to initiate something. You know, Gary, Gary says, hey, well, let's go make some ham sandwiches and go hand them out to the, you know, to the homeless people. And, and he sent out a, a text to a few people. And, and, and there were just a few of us. And, and Ray and Teresa, Gary and Molly, me and Sandy, uh, uh, who else was there? Delia, Ter uh, Terry, and, and Eric, and, and uh, is that it? I think that was it. So they made some ham sandwiches, and they were nice little bags. You know, I even, you know, I think there was one left, I took it home and ate it. But, <laughs> but I mean, everywhere where there was somebody walking on the road, boom, we, they, they'd say, hey, you know, they'd pull over Ray and Teresa. They were doing the work of the Lord. We were doing the work of the Lord. Uh, and then there's a Bible promise book in there. And there's, you know, we, we don't leave Jesus out. Whoever needed prayer or encouragement or whatever we did, we, we, we didn't look at it like, you know, we, we didn't even know anything had happened. And, and, and here we are. And, and, and that can't stop. That's got to continue on. We, we need to continue to, to do these things because if we tap out at this point, I mean, you know, there, there is no tapping out. The, the battle is still going on around us. So, so here was Joshua, you know, set in place. You know, God has to give him the vision. And then he, he speaks the promise of what would be theirs. He says, look, just look over there. That's all yours. All you got to do is take it. Somebody say take it. All you got to do is take it. It's yours for the taking, but I'm not going to hand it over to you. You got to take it and you got to grab a hold of it and you got to lay claim over it and you got to proclaim it. You got to stand on it. You got to believe it. That's your part. God's part is turning it into a reality, first in the spiritual realm, and then it'll manifest itself in the natural. But he's saying, I want you to believe it first. You can't take anything that you don't believe in. What are you believing for now? You can't take it unless you believe in it. 
What is your vision? What has God showed you? So God, God is going to, yes, of course, bring alignment into your life. Sometimes that's a difficult thing. It's not difficult uh, for God, but we can't resist. Sometimes we're resisting. <clears throat> you know, we, uh, we resist what God has for us, but God is saying, look, there it is. <laughs> Just go, do what you got to do. Go through, take whatever you need to take. God gives him encouragement. He gives him very clear instruction. Go do this. I will be with you. Nobody will harm you. Nobody will come in. Every Christian has warfare to accomplish and a Jordan to pass over. And God says, be strong and courageous. Every Christian's work is a continuation. Someone has laid the groundwork for your success. Somebody has taken the hit. Somebody has stood. Somebody has prayed. Somebody has, I mean, somebody has cried. Somebody has, has done their part and they prepared the way, basically paving the way for your success. But you'll have to take it and there's going to be a struggle and there's going to be a fight. But the groundwork is laid. It's already there. It's been prayed into existence. I, I was looking at, uh, when I, I was a little discouraged the other day, when, uh, when everything took place as far as, as the onslaught of the enemy, and I started reading a word. I remember the word that, uh, that Loretta had given one, one day, and I thought, i, I got to read this word. And, and the word was this, and this was years ago. It says, I have given you power and authority over the enemy. I will lead you and guide you uh, uh, so that you can proclaim healing and freedom. Be not afraid. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Yes, indeed, I have set you apart. As you draw closer to me, I will empower you. Know that I am the Lord and I will empower you. And I started thinking about the things that have been spoken over me, spoken over this ministry, spoken over us. And I said, you know what? I, I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm, I'm going to get up. I'm, I'm up. I'm going to take it to a place I've never taken it before. In prayer, in action, and whatever I need to do, you know. And so I started going through a few of those prophetic words, a few of the promises of God. As, as I was remembering. But, but God will see us through. God will always give you what you need to accomplish the task set before you. He says, I will be with you, he says. Be strong and courageous. Uh, 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 be brave of heart. Stand firm in what you believe in. See, courage will come when you're seeing the mission complete. Is there going to be a fight in the way? Yeah, I mean, on the way, of course there is, but you'll be courageous because you'll see the finished product. Can I tell you something? That God already sees the finished product in you. God already sees the finished product in you. We, we may be going through struggles. I don't know. I mean, am I the only one that's felt like throwing in the towel before? No. 
We all, we, we, many of us have come to a place where, where it seems like it's too hard and we can't go any further and, and it's too difficult. Well, you know, Joshua has, given, Joshua has been given the vision. Now he can see beyond the vision. Now he's knowing that he's going to go in deeper than, than he's ever been before. It's going to be harder because now it's going to involve confrontation. You know, before it was just trying to keep a bunch of people happy in the desert. You know, I mean, that must have been hard enough, you know, with everybody complaining about the desert. But now it's going to be confrontational. There's going to be a fight to be fought, but there's going to be a fight to be won. Because that desert will always prepare you for the battles to come. The hardship will always prepare you so that you can rise up with uh, an authority and a courage that maybe you haven't had before. Because with God leading us, who, who can come against us? Who can be against us? So the courage, of course, came from the word of God. God said, I will give it to you. He said, the courage came from when God said, you know what, uh, uh, I laid this task before you, but this is your task. See, sometimes, like I said before, God puts something before us and we're looking for somebody else to do it. Because they're more qualified. Maybe they speak better. Maybe they have, they're educated. Maybe they've been a Christian for a long time. You know, but the reality is there are certain things that God has called you to do and you alone to do. And, and, and it's not for us to try and hand it off to somebody else because we're going through some things or, or it's been difficult or, or whatever it's taken place. We can't hand it off because it won't work. God has already set you up for success. And don't forget that there are those that have stood, that have fought. The, uh, you know, the, the great men of God that have stood and, and preached in the highways and the byways. Uh, you know, those, those that, that, that maybe have gone on to be with the Lord, but they have paved the way and they have, they have set it all up. Those that are, the little old lady, man, that has been in church her whole life and she's sitting in a, in a house right now. Praying for this community, praying over Chimayo, pray, praying in this over the community. She sees a condition of the nation and, and she's still praying. She, she sees the difficulties that the church is facing. She sees the coronavirus, but she's still praying and, and she's still believing and she's still standing and she's saying, Raise those people up in that church, Lord. I see that cross lit up. I'm passing at night and that cross is lit up. And it's making a statement. And God is seeing that cross from the heavens. A cross that maybe the liberals will want to tear down someday. But God sees that cross. And that cross is significant. And it means something. And those people know that the cross and the blood means something. And they're willing to stand and fight for it. For a people that may not be able to fight. For themselves. And yes, they've been hit hard. 
our God is our strength. He will see us through. He won't let us down. God will be the source of our strength through obedience. If you're armed with the truth, you don't need any of the world's methods. I've read about, you know, people looking for methods on how to, how to bring people in, how to reach out, how to do this, how to do that. We don't need the world's methods. We need prayer. We need the Spirit of God. We need the power of God moving in our midst. We don't need a fancy lighting system. And I'm not saying anything. I don't, I don't need smoke coming out of the, the altar. I don't need any of that. I need the power of God. You need the power of God. We need the power of God. And we can't be distracted. We need to be very focused. So be separate. Do what you got to do. Huh? Dwell in the Lord's promise. Hmm. Maybe we're not in the same war that Joshua was in, but we're in a holy war. We're in a holy war. He was in a holy war, of course, but we're in a holy war right now. And we're on the winning side. Remember, we're at a place in all history. I see... There has been something that has taken place in this nation that I see wickedness has been stirred up. And it's trying to push the church down. Shut us up. See, the enemy is trying to shut us up. We can't shut up. We're, I mean, I don't know about you. The, you know, the enemy tried to shut us up the first night we went and started praying at, at, at the hospital. You know, I mean, and, and those guards were just doing their job when they told us, you know, whatever they told us. But, you know, that could have just said, okay, well, I don't want to go back and pray because, you know, I mean, we can't, we're not welcome there to, you know, there's whatever's going on. But I didn't see those guards there not one more time when we went to pray after that. That was a test for us. And we overcame. You guys are soldiers of Christ. Set apart for his honor and, your, and his glory. You're not part of a ragtag army. You are the army of the Lord. Don't be distracted. So there's also the inner fight. Huh? Joshua was examining himself within. He, he, he was unsure. You know, I mean, there's always going to be something unsure, but that's where we hold on to the Lord. That's where we hold on to our faith. That's where we look back and say, Lord, if you took me out of this, you're going to take me out of that. You're, I mean, if you did this, God, you're able to do above and beyond oh, the things that face me right now. If you healed me from that, Lord, I, I may have been an emotional mess. Man, maybe I had so much dysfunction in my life. I was all messed up up here. But you healed me from that, God. If you can do that, you will see me through. You will not call me out onto the water so that I can drown God. You call me out onto the water so that I can walk. And so that I can be victorious. God told Joshua, the wilderness is done. It's time to possess the promise. Don't forget the wilderness is a, is a dry, desolate, uncultivated region. Where, little, where not much grows, but the promised land is always flowing with milk and honey. We may be coming out of a dry season right now, some of us. Maybe we're not, 
But I'm telling you, there's still promises to possess. Huh? There's still new ground to be taken. There's still, uh, there's still much ministry to do. There's still uh, victories to be had. It's not over till it's over. God says, no one will be able to stand up against you. That's God's promise to Joshua. There won't be anything that could stand up against you. Hmm? You see, there's timing. There's different times in our lives when, when God's timing is key and critical into what's going to take place in our future. And, and we got to remember that we're never too old and we're never too young. So I believe that we've reached a place Whatever, we've, whatever trials or tests that, that we're going through or have gone through or whatever has brought us to this point. And now it's, it's graduation time. It's time for uh, the timing is right for us to, uh, for, for God to do what he's going to do through his church. Through this church. Through what's going to take place in this community. Through what's going to take place in the surrounding communities. In this state and in this nation. Because today is the day of salvation. God never makes provision for the Christian's retreat. He clears the path for the victory that lies ahead. So here they are at the Jordan. huh? Everybody's nervous. You know, though, though the miracle of God is, is there. I mean, uh, the Jordan has stopped. Floods, uh, flood states at flood stage and, and it stopped. And the people are looking. They're getting ready to cross. Everything's unsure. People are afraid. Because it's something new. They haven't done that before. But this is how it is. If we go back, we die. You see? If we go ahead, we have victory. There's no going back. There's no going back. There's no going back. All we have is what's, what lies up ahead. And we've reached that place, that, that place right now. We can't go, we can't go back. I, I want to tell you the truth. Many are dying. Many are falling away. Many are falling away from the faith. I talked to, I talked to, to Brother Dan. I talked to other people at different, you know, in surrounding areas. And it's, they're surprised. Many are falling away. People that have stood for many years. And they're falling away. And that's, that's the enemy's plan. So we need to purpose in, my, in our mind to stand firm to the end. Those that stand firm to the end will be saved. God will not lead you into a, a conflict or the battle and fail you. The enemy would boast about that. If God raises you up and leads you, he will see you through. How can God fail himself? If he said to do it, how could he fail himself? Let's bow our heads.
believe that legacy is very important. And I, and I believe that there's an anointing in here right now. That God is calling you. It may be something that somebody else has started. Or it may be something brand new. But it's a, it, it's, it's a vision that God has purposed for your life. And if, you're, if you sense that God is calling you to something bigger than you. And something bigger than where you've been right now. I just want you to stand. We're not going to have an altar call, but I want you to stand where you're at if that's you. It's not over and it's not done. But it's time for something brand new. It's been hard getting to where we're at right now. And I don't know that, it, that it'll get any easier. But what we're fighting for is something that's worth fighting for. Amen. What we're fighting for is something that's worth fighting for. And God will not allow us to stumble as long as we're holding on to him. So here we are as your church, Lord. Maybe hurting, Lord. Maybe not understanding. But we're here by faith believing. And you're all we have, Lord, but you're all we need, God. So I pray over your people today, God, and I pray an anointing, God. The, the, the vision, I pray fresh vision over their lives, Lord God. The enemy can't have our vision. And the enemy can't have our victory, Lord. So I pray for that fresh vision, whether it's a continuation of, of something that somebody else has started or something fresh and brand new, Lord God. But whatever it is, I pray that you would pour out, pour out, pour out upon your people today, Lord. Because we believe and we agree that no matter what goes on around us, Lord God, we serve the living God. We serve the risen King. We are on the winning side. And you are and will be glorified, God. So maybe we've never been to this place where we're at before. And maybe we're getting ready to cross the Jordan, Lord. But I know that you prepared us for such a time as this. And as we take a step of faith, I pray that you would anoint and guide every prayer that we pray. Everything that we do. And that you would lead us in the path of righteousness for that victory that lies ahead, Lord. So I pray your anointing upon your people today, Lord God, and I thank you for them. They're soldiers and warriors, Lord God. And sometimes maybe we're a little bruised, maybe a little battered, but the anchor still holds. The anchor still holds. So we surrender and we submit to you, Lord. And we do pray a prayer, a special prayer for the Ortiz family, God. 
that somehow they would find you in all of this pain. And that you would comfort them and be with them through this time and be with us. We exalt you today, Lord. And we thank you. Like the song said, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful to you, Lord. We ask you one more fight, Lord. One more victory. One more chance. One more vision. One more time, God. We exalt you today, God, and we thank you in Jesus' name.